Good morning and welcome to Life Has Changed, the first episode. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about how my life has changed over the last few years and how I'm still working on improving things. Hopefully you'll be able to take some tips from this and yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so we're going to start with a little bit of background. I'm conscious this is just episode one. So who am I? Uh, My name is Craig, Craig Smith. I am a coach. And yeah, my life's been through quite a lot of change over over the last few years, as I'm sure lots of people's lives have been. And I think where I'm going to start from is is probably just starting from the pandemic. So I I have a nine to five job in a in a large corporate organization, have done for several years now. And when the pandemic came along, that was difficult because we were obviously forced to not work in an office as everybody uh, everybody else was. We were lucky enough to be able to work from home, so that was a saving grace. And to start with, I felt really, really good, really positive, really enjoyed it. Um, my wife and I were able to get up and do things together, so we'd go out for walks in the morning, and that was just really nice. We were lucky to have had good weather as well at that time. So that, it all felt really, it felt really nice at that point. But then we were about 14 weeks in or so. Um, I'd been working at the kitchen table. It started to become really difficult to have any sort of demarcation between work life and home life. And I think at that point, um, I started to feel lonely, um, missing the social contact of being in the office and being able to talk to people or or being able to go out and spend time with friends or or anything like that. Um, this was probably towards the end of summer 2020, I think this would have been. Um, and I think that coincided with a time at work where we had there was we had a lot of work going on so I work in projects so I've been a project manager for a number of years and there were a lot of different things happening lots of them all around one big project really but the the difficulty was not really not really having any clarity on on what the work was or what we were trying to achieve or what we were aiming for and this persisted and despite best efforts for um, an extended period of time over months. Um, and as that went on, uh, that became a lot more demoralizing, certainly from my personal perspective. It was, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just, it was just difficult to kind of go in and be motivated to do anything. So you kind of log on and not really know what you'd be doing. So difficult to plan. Um, difficult to kind of motivate yourself, difficult to then focus because you didn't really know what you were working on. And that started to, I think all of those things coming together really started to affect me. Um, And my life certainly started to go downhill a bit. So I started to get more low moods. I'd, 
I generally, I'd been the sort of person where I've probably never really had a really good, consistent exercise habit. It's one of these things where, you know, you read these book, you read a book or you listen to a podcast and everyone bangs on about, oh, morning routines, morning routines, morning routines. So you must have a really strong morning routine in order to get you started for the day. And that's something that I'd kind of really been focusing on. Not so much really thinking about why is that important, more just thinking, oh, everyone says you have to do this, so let's just do it. Let's just jump on the bandwagon. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, I got into meditating several years ago. Um, I kind of been on and off with exercise, if I'm honest. So I've been members of lots of different gyms um, and, and used them sometimes, not used them. Um, got workout equipment at home, did uh, workouts from online online sources, um, taking up running, giving giving up running, um, yeah, lots of lots of different things that I've tried, and they've all they've all stuck for a period of time, but then something's kind of I've just got lazy or something or some or I've gone on holiday. And then by the time I come back, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'll just get, I'll get back into it next week or the week after, or you probably know how that feels like. Um, so I guess I'd, I'd, I'd been a person who had a morning routine because I, I did, but I don't really know why I'd ha- had the morning routine. It didn't really have, uh, there wasn't really a reason for having it other than I'd read about it and it seemed to work for people. So my morning routine had consisted of um meditation so i would meditate uh journaling so um, writing down uh, kind of feelings plans for the day um gratitude so things i was grateful for um and then trying to make some plan to have a bit of fun as well so those sorts of things plus over the course of the day i would add to that just with things that happened in the day that sort of thing and then whatever exercise thing i was i happened to be doing at the time um, and that had been working, but as my as I started to get to get more into this 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 um, life really of kind of loneliness, of lack of clarity, of feeling demotivated, my mood started to go down. My motivation went further down. I found more and more excuses to not do my workouts, or and even stopped meditating. I didn't stop journaling, thankfully, and that's what helped me in the end. But um it was just too easy for me to just come down and you know i mean people call it doom scrolling i suppose for a reason because you just sit there on um instagram usually for me sometimes facebook and then i discovered tiktok as well which was another source of things and youtube youtube videos as well was another area where i would just come down in the morning rather than doing all the things i know uh, i knew were part of my routine i would just stop i would just i would just scroll on social media um and yeah, it's just, it, it, it is such a negative impact and that people probably don't really talk about that much because my weight started to increase. And this is a, I've got a post coming out on Friday on my Instagram account on at this is Craig Smith. And it's talking about the depression circle. And that's exactly what it was. And like not doing the exercise meant that I ended up gaining weight, which meant that I didn't like the look of myself which gave me more negative thoughts which get which decreased my mood even more which meant i was less likely to exercise i had no motivation which meant i gained more weight and blah blah, blah. so it just continued like that for for 
a reasonably long period of time into probably into towards the end of 2020 anyway and at the end of 2020 I was starting to get to a point where I think I was just I was just I was looking for something different I guess looking for um, an escape potentially uh, or something to take my mind off of the, the world that I was actually living in um, and I think well I know gaming had been something so online gaming um massively multiple massively multiplayer online games specifically had been something that i had been i didn't realize at the time that i was addicted but i now do realize that i was i had been playing them for years since the early 2000s probably um and had had grown away from them so i'd still like to use do do the odd mobile game or something but i kind of grown away from from those uh, kind of console or pc based massively multiplayer online games but i uh, i discovered another on like a, a mobile game i suppose um and that became a bit of an escape for me just an opportunity to just go and do things in a world that wasn't real and allowed me to take my mind away from focusing on what was actually going on in my life um and just meeting up with other people who were all trying to do the same thing so you kind of felt like you had a, a bit of a community and stuff so i think that's those are some of the things that looking back on it i think yeah i can as much as i know that where i was was a bad place i can understand why i got there um because of the loneliness the community was giving me the connections the the low mood the no motivation the lack of clarity on work the game was giving me the escape um and it wasn't long i'm sure you can kind of figure out where this is going but it wasn't long until i was i was uh, diagnosed in early 2021 with clinical depression um having spoken to and in all honesty, I, throughout this whole time, I probably realised that there was there, there was something wrong, um, but I was just kind of. I spent the first what would it be, six, seven, maybe eight months, just telling myself, "Oh, come on, just pull up your socks and get get on with it. You'll be fine." Or just get your head down and get on with things, and it'll get better. And it didn't get better. Um, and I think that's where the journaling really helped because the journaling was. The thing that whenever I would read them back, you could see the the difference in tone. You could see the difference in what I was writing about, um, and I started to get my my negative thoughts started to get worse and worse. I guess into early twenty twenty one, to the point where they started to become intrusive thoughts um, or dark thoughts, as I would call them. So thoughts about self harm and things like that. And at that point, I was like, right, this isn't this isn't pro- this isn't right. It was that that made me think, no, I've got to go and do something about this. So um, I hadn't even spoken to anybody. So like nobody knew uh, about all the stuff that's going on. And I think that's really quite common these days um, that, that people don't talk about the, out about this stuff. And that's partly why I wanted to. So I, I'd spoke to my wife um, and she suggested through my work, we have um, an assistance program that allows you to access a counsellor. So I, uh, I went to that spoke to somebody and the counsellor that I spoke to was really, really helpful and actually suggested that I probably want to be talking to a doctor 
um, because it sounds like there is actually something wrong here. So I did that, and honestly, uh, I, I, whether I got lucky or not, I don't know. But the doctor that I spoke to at my local GPs was phenomenal. She was able to talk to me about all the options that I had. Um, so we talked about um, medication treatment. Um, and she laid out all the the pros and cons of that. Um, her she recommended antidepressants, um, which I agreed with. But she laid it out so, um, she said you, you can't. I mean, these things you you take them and then you take them. You keep taking them six months after you start to feel better. Um, so you you know that you're going to be taking them for a little while. Um, thankfully, um, being in the UK. I didn't have to pay for that, so that that wasn't a factor. She was, but she was also able to um, give me access to a course of cognitive behavioural therapy that I was able to run and do by myself in my own in my own time. Again, something that I didn't have to pay for um, that was available through the NHS. So, I, I again, I got, I got lucky with those things because those things really helped me. So. Talking to the doctor, first of all, helped because she was able to explain the different options. Working through the cognitive behavioral therapy course helped because it gave me, it helped me to understand um, what, like, what was going on and gave me some tools and techniques to use when things were, were getting bad or just, I guess, to reframe how I felt about particular situations. Um, which I thought to be really helpful. Um, I also, she also put me on to the World Health Organization. So the World Health Organization on their YouTube t channel have two videos in particular, which is uh, which I found to be really helpful and which I shared with my close friends and family, which they also found to be helpful. Um, the first one, I think it's called something like, I have a black dog and its name is Depression. Um, and it uses the it uses this the black dog dog as a a way of depicting depression and how it can have an impact on your life. But they also have a companion video for um, somebody who's living with somebody that has depression, because it's it's, it's difficult to understand how what a person's going through with that if you are not inside their head. Um, it's even it's, it's difficult sometimes for me to even explain it, but that does quite a good job. Those those two videos do quite a good job of it. So that helped me. Um, I found definitely the, the antidepressants helped uh, as well. I started to feel more po well after a few months. I started to feel a bit more positive. I think I should also say my boss at work had been particularly supportive at this time. He he'd obviously realised there was something wrong. I'd been able to be totally honest with him as well um, and he'd been really supportive about um, when the doctor decided uh, well when the doctor and I spoke and decided that time off work would be the best option I got signed off um, he was really supportive through the whole period um, I started to I think getting back into exercise was key for me as well and that's, that's one of the first things that the doctor said to me it is even if you don't feel like doing a workout or something, try to do something, try to go for a walk or something like that, because 
stimulating endorphins is something that's going to really help lift your mood. They are one of the happy hormones, uh, I think it was she called them, um, and they're stimulated by they're they're stimulated by exercising. So doing some exercises is a way to certainly help lift your mood. And so I started to to do that again, and got back into meditation as well. I, I, I've been journaling throughout. Um, I continued doing my journaling just because I felt it was uh, a good way to record how I was feeling and that way to be able to see progress. Uh, the meditation as well. I, I, I just like meditation. I have liked it for years. Um, I just find it really calming. Uh, it's a really good way to just, you know, just like if you ever need to time to just like chill out, then it's a really good way to just chill out. I use it first thing in the morning just to start the day off so that I can kind of clear my mind a little bit. It's not about it's not about it's not about not thinking about things. It's about recognizing when you're thinking about things, letting those thoughts go, but having a focus, something to focus on to just kind of help clear your mind a little bit. Um and that's why I like about it. It just it once you get into a practice of doing it regularly, it's just one of those things that I can use in various different situations when things start to get tough or when it starts to get stressful or, yeah, lots of different situations. So definitely, uh, I'm definitely a fan of of meditation and mindfulness. Um, and that's, I guess, at that point, we were probably into the summer of 2021 now. I, yeah, I was feeling a lot better. Um it was it was hard um it was a really difficult time that basically all of 2021 was a really difficult time um i kept it's not one of these things that you really get over either i don't think it's one of these things that you do um we don't do it you 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 get yourself into a situation of, of having depression not through anything that it's, it's really hard to explain because it's not really through anything that you've done you just i just found myself in a situation where i was depressed and i just put it down to uh lots of different things coming together and because i think because it's lots of things, different things coming together there's no real there's no real one root cause so there's no it's not obvious what it is that you need to do in order to fix it or make it better. So hence the reason I've just named a bunch of different things, um, counseling, a doctor, cognitive behavioral therapy, antidepressants, time off work, exercise, meditation, journaling, all of those things helped a little bit. Um, but it's about, I guess, just trying to get your life back into some semblance of normality. I think that's the one thing that you, when you're, when you're at the worst of the episodes, and you're thinking the the intrusive thoughts. It it does doesn't it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like reality. It just feels like you're doing you're away somewhere else. You're not you're not in your body, for example. It's it's really strange. It's kind of hard to explain, but that's the best way I can that's the best I can do, I think, is it just feels like you're yeah, you're just watching your life go past, but you're not actually taking part in it. But um, as I continue to do all the things I've just I've just kind of outlined, I I did I was getting better. There were bad days and good days. Um, 
I think in hindsight, I know that I probably would have got better faster if I hadn't been gaming. Um, that I think it, it was taking me away from focusing all of my efforts on reality. Um, and I was I starting to get more, I, I was starting to pick up the addictive points again that I'd had in the past and starting to build relationships which were were not helpful um, and in some cases toxic. So it's it's definitely something that I think constrained me. I can I could see why people would do it because I know how I know how I got how I got into it and why I did it. But in hindsight, it was probably one of the things that held back my recovery. So I think if I was if I was giving advice, I would be saying don't try not to anyway. Don't don't look for a way to escape the reality that you're living in. Look for a way to try and confront it and move forward even if it's a little bit at a time if even if it's one percent per day anything moving forward is is a benefit so it came i guess it came to a head things came to a head in early 2022 again um where yeah some of the some of the toxicity that i'd come across in the games just really um, started impacting on my life outside of the game, my actual life, and I I decided at that point, no, I'm I'm giving this up. So I did. I gave that up. Um, it was hard um, because it meant that you'd then have to you have to focus on facing everything um, without that kind of a without that kind of community and b without that escape or escapism but it was a very positive step and throughout the whole of last year after that everything continued to go in a positive way um i i found i didn't even realize this but i think it was probably i did i did still play mobile games on on and off over the course of 2022 and um, just i think still as much as I was still confronting things and moving forward with my life in a positive way, there was still a part of me that was just looking for a bit of an outlet, um, a bit of a way of... I don't even know what it was. It's probably more like maybe a little bit of fun and entertainment, but also a little bit of community. Um, that's, that's something that I always enjoy is like a bit of camaraderie, a bit of community, just some 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 friendships who are, or who are all working towards the same thing and i think that that just it wasn't as much as i was improving it, it was still it, i felt like it was still holding me back plus it was taking me away from doing things that i wanted to do um in kind of may 2022 i decided that i wanted to launch this coaching business mainly because having gone through the experience that i'd gone through one of the things I felt would have been really helpful to me would have been to have somebody who'd gone through a similar experience as like a coach to kind of guide me through it. Um, and coaching is something I've loved doing. I mean, I've done it as part of my corporate job for the last decade. I've been coaching and developing teams of people to 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 reach the goals that they set themselves and to kind of really fulfill their their potential. 
so that that's always been something I've enjoyed, and I I kind of felt like it would be useful to others and something that would really really um, just give me give me enjoyment in my work to be able to use my experience to help other people. So I set up my coaching business in about May last year, but it's difficult setting up an online business. Um, there are lots of people out there who do things, and there's it's probably difficult for people to understand what coaching is um so that's been that's been tough but it's also been rewarding um just seeing the response to some of the content that i put out there working with different people um has been has been excellent but i think as i was going through 2022 trying to balance that with a full-time job and playing games was just not possible there's just there was too much going on um, and uh, as we got to, towards the end of 2022, I decided to just stop playing mobile games completely. Um, I found an organization called Gaming Addicts Anonymous. Um, and having been engaging with them, I have found that to be really helpful because it, it, it gives you confidence that you're not the only one there. Now, they, I mean, they have meetings and stuff like that, and they have um they have they have chat groups and i think being able to see i don't engage with them all the time i don't feel like i've really needed to just knowing that 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 is there i think is one of the things that's helped me just say right that's not enough, that's enough i don't need that in my life i have a i have a full-time job i have a, a business that i'm trying to run in order to help people I have uh, friends and family a wife that I, I love doing things with and what to prioritize my time with so that's what I'm going to do. And that's exactly what I have done. So I think I'm approaching 100 days now with no gaming, which I'm so proud of. Um, I have a business now that I am confident with. Um, having launched my first workshop, um, it's been it's been quite a period of change. I've joined an online community of like-minded people. So people who are entrepreneurs or in businesses or people basically looking to try and strive towards financial freedom. Um, and that's been so empowering, just being part of that community. So yeah, I mean, that that's a, a potted history, I suppose. It's probably a little bit longer than I expected this episode to run, but it's a bit of a, a look at the the change that I've been through and the change that I want to try and help people go through. So what I really want to do with this um, podcast is we might dissect some of the themes that I've talked about today um, and have specific episodes relating to them. And for people who are in those situations, the sorts of changes that you can look to achieve or the sorts of things you can do in order to help you um, change your life around. I hope that you have found this helpful. Um, I'm going to try to do these probably fortnightly, but if I can do them weekly, I will do. But yeah, I would just love to hear, I'd love to hear your comments on it. So I'm going to sign off for now. Please, if you come across this, share it with your friends, leave me a review. I'd really like to, to hear what you think about it. And I really look forward to hopefully reading those comments on my next episode. Have a great day and I will talk to you next week.